yeah, my practical advice is like execute over talking. So like uh, it's better to do something wrong, wrong than not doing anything. Hey everyone, it's me, Jay Christ, and welcome to the Design Live Show. And we are in episode 33. Yeah! <laughs> so, in this week episode, I sit down with Matt. Matt is a co founder and chief operating officer of BrainHub. It's a JavaScript software development company, and I'm really, really excited and, and super pumped to have him on the show. So, we've reconnected after a few years. I think two or three years uh, uh, we worked together in a in a particular project. So I'm really excited to have him on the show. So I hope you will find this valuable. So in this episode, we talk about how he started his business from ground up, how to bootstrap your development biz, what to do if you want to jump ship from being an employee to being a startup founder, and much much more so make sure to check all the links also on our show notes so uh, you can check that out below so we talk a lot of things in this episode and all that all the things that we mentioned are in the show notes below and especially the book recommendation i hope you really find it interesting and fascinating as much as i do Right, so if you love this episode, if you love this podcast, please do let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And you can also share this podcast episode to your friends, family, or colleagues, right? So in that way, uh, you are helping me to reach more people. So thank you so much again for listening on to this week's podcast and for joining me again. Right, so every week on this podcast, and I really, really appreciate it, especially to my Patreons, says uh, Manalang and Geobane Silva. So I really, really appreciate your support, uh, and talk to you soon, guys. <laughs> so I think we can go now on this episode. So I, w- I don't want to waste your time anymore. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me, Jay Christ, and you're listening to the, another episode of TDLS, and the Design Life Show. That's the title of the show. So I'm super excited, and uh, it's it's I'm glad to reconnect again with with our friend right here. Uh, his name is Matt, so he's COO of Brain Hub. So I'm super excited to talk with him. So hey, Matt, how are you? <laughs> yeah, hi Jay. Uh, I'm I'm doing great. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, thank you so much for accepting my invitation, and I hope uh, uh, we uh, we can give a lot of value on this podcast session. So for those who are listening, and to give uh, to just give uh, context on this episode, can you share a little bit about your background and your uh, about your life? What are you doing right now? Can you share a little bit about that? Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. So maybe I'll start that uh, I I am an engineer and I'm a mechanical engineer in fact, and I was working as an engineer for a few years uh, a while ago. Um, but I never thought that I could be the best at this job, and I moved more uh, into marketing and sales. Mm. So this could be kind of interesting story for everybody who would like to change uh, their their jobs and what they are doing at the moment and how to move maybe uh, to completely different area uh, despite of the studies that, that you built or, or the background that you have. So um, I was working, as I said, as a mechanical engineer. I was working for BMW Group uh for the safety systems uh we made like the simulations of uh car crashes which was pretty cool but i never kind of felt that this is a job for me yeah. so 
because I'm originally I'm from Poland, but I lived in yes. Germany, uh, Munich for four years, and I worked there uh, the BMW. But uh, always after hours, I really like to work on um, some kind of like mobile app ideas or website ideas, web platform ideas. Uh, I was really excited about the startup movement. Yeah. So one year, I was uh, I was working on my side projects with my colleague. Uh, so this was quite quite cool because we were working from like you know this coffee shop. Like sometimes you hear those stories of people working at the garage or the coffee shop. So this was our story, and the reason for that was simple because um, uh, because it was like in the middle of our uh, you know road and we haven't got the, enough place at, at home so we met always at the coffee shop in the city center and it was completely for free the internet was for free so it was pretty cool because we we haven't got any budget we simply started there so um so i was i was working on on, on one project which fa- which failed and then on another project uh i was doing everything at, at the very beginning so like marketing, sales kind of stuff, building the product itself, a lot of design work, uh, later on building the websites for the projects and landing pages for the projects. So whatever I needed, I have to do it myself because we haven't got any budget and everything was uh, bootstrapped uh, from the beginning. Mm. And after a while, I, I was really frustrated at my, at my work. So I decided to quit. Uh, I prepared myself for around two years, uh, got some savings, um, and I decided to quit and invest around a year uh, into like uh, going into the startup world. Mm, I was trying in the meantime. I was trying to find another uh, another job. Uh, I was I was thinking even about moving to US, you know, to to learn yeah. how how it is to to work at a startup. Uh, but nobody wanted to hire me, you know. So I got like really interesting talks uh, with with a few startups and with uh, big companies like Tesla or Apple, which I was really a big fan of. But I kind of I couldn't I couldn't get it. So I decided to quit and to focus myself on building stuff and show that uh, uh, you know I can do it by myself. So this is kind of the the beginning of my my story. Uh, so. It was around like I think six years ago when when I started. Wow! Um, transforming into this IT work, you know? Yeah, that's really great. And I think uh, a lot of people really scared to shift their, uh, you know, their uh, their conventional uh, to to follow the unconventional path, which is you what you did there because uh, uh, you 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 you. You do a lot of things in the first, right? For the first, uh, and how, how do you, uh, you know, uh, you, you started six years ago. How do you, uh, when is the aha moment that you, uh, you, uh, uh, realized that I need to build my own, uh, JavaScript uh, development company or, uh, uh, what you call it, web development company? How do you, how do you transition into the, those, uh, into that mindset as a you know as a mar- mm-hmm. as a engineer or how do you transition into sure. this business mindset that we can call or entrepreneurial mindset? Sure, sure. So um, uh, you tackle a few interesting topics that uh, we could maybe um, talk about. So like the first, uh, like there's always a fear of failure, like if you're transferring or you, uh, you're getting in a completely different market, completely different role, or like to quit the job, it's like really, really, really difficult decision. And it took me like, I don't know, like maybe one and a half year or one year, uh, from, uh, first, uh, you know, sparkle to, to deciding. But I, the first thing that, that I need to say, it's like, if, uh, uh, it's not easy, uh, and I suggest to everybody who would like to do it uh, to save money to do it. Yeah. So to be in a position that uh, you say like, hey, I have money for one year, and I can spend it like uh, however I, I want it. So mm-hmm. to treat it as a kind of your private MBA studies uh, while building the, the products or building the business. 
because usually the first, second uh, company, it, it will not work out. So this is like simple statistics. Uh, so if you have a brilliant mobile app idea and you haven't done any task, uh, like the development or the sales for it, and you don't know people who 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 buy it and you're doing it for for the first time. Yeah, I'm almost uh, 99 sure that this will fail, and you need to be ready for it. So, like the first few years, I think it's a lot of struggle, and for me, it was like a lot of working hours, like working seven days uh, uh, per 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 week, like really long hours for uh, for a few years, right? So it's it's difficult, uh, and for me the decision was uh, because I always wanted to be a musician, and for me building the company it's almost this kind of like similar feeling of creating something from a scratch, and you yes. need to have like great musicians with you to create something cool. Yeah, um, and it was kind of like a similar thing, but in a completely different area, and it's easier to live. Uh, as an entrepreneur, it's easier to live as an entrepreneur than as a musician, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so this was the sparkling. Um, and as I said in the beginning, the decision why I did it, it was I haven't felt uh, as a mechanical engineer that I wanted to be in the same place in 10 years, like in, even in the same area with the same people or the same company. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I just decided to change it. Cool. So I, I think I just decided to yeah, change it. It's really a great uh, stories of you, and I really appreciate how. And I'm also connecting with your story because, uh, you know, I, uh, one of my first uh, ever job is uh, I think is a. Uh, uh, <laughs> I I used to work in a in a toy store. Well, you know, I I, I do jobs in a in a storage room. Where I, I I pack toys and something like that, and then I moved to uh, as a factory worker, and then uh, until I uh, I I try to overcome those challenges and mm-hmm. uh, build my uh, you know my skills on the side, and then go to college as as much as I uh, I, I save I save a lot of money to send myself on college, and then here we go uh, here I go, and I think uh, there's a lot of mind shifting <laughs> going mm-hmm. on on that mm-hmm. on that pace because you need to be more uh, yes. uh, resilient or more uh, unafraid of, of all the things that might happen uh, uncertainty right so those things that we, we can yeah um, right so I, I i how do you uh you know how do you come up with that idea of brain hub i think uh uh brain hub is uh, a, a mm-hmm. it's been a build build right uh, for a while and been running for a while how do you start this idea and can you share a little bit about how do you uh, how do you manage those yeah. those hats that you're that are you wearing right now <laughs> sure 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 um so uh as i said i was living in munich and i built like a few projects uh, there or few startups uh, first and second wasn't very successful. Another one, uh, we got some kind of like a small support from um, from a local startup accelerator. Uh, then we got like one side project during the weekend, which went like massive, and it was like a huge hype in the whole Germany, Switzerland, and Austria. Uh, like everybody was uh, using it. You know? It was great, like, uh, you know, like in two months from uh, two people working on it, uh, we moved to 20 people without any funding. Everything was bootstrapped and it was huge. Like everybody wow. in TV was crazy about it, great, you wow. know, uh, like everybody was talking about it without any funding. Uh, and, and the problem that we there uh, was like the, for the first time the investors were were calling me like the really vicious uh, wow. like really big VCs. But the problem is we couldn't collect the money, we couldn't get the money, and it was like a such a surreal feeling, you know, not experience, but such as mm, that I kind of didn't believe it. But I what I have learned a lot during uh, during it and how to build software, how to manage like building uh, software with my ex-co-founders. So 
Mm, back then, uh, after the last project was, uh, we, we decided to close the last uh, last project. Uh, and I, I got married and got some time to think about it. Yes. Mm, it was the thing of the software development that my friend was running like really small uh, software development company based here in Poland, like uh, three or four people were working there. It was like 2015, I think. Yes. And um, during that time, when I was building the, the, the startups, uh, the JavaScript, especially the Node.js, React uh, frameworks, uh, and technologies, uh, like JavaScript uh, frameworks or libraries, really popular and really useful in, uh, in the startup world and the community. So uh, I decided to uh, to help get back to Poland and focus on building a uh, uh, software house focused around JavaScript. So uh, and. And like in two, it was 2016 when I joined. Yeah. And the first problem that I noticed in this area yes. uh, was that there is like some number one problem. If you have a company, number one problem is when you go on a website of software development company, you see yeah. like uh, 10 different technologies, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, you, and you have maybe like 20 people on board. Yeah. So for me, it was always funny, like you cannot be expert. I mean, you cannot have good enough people to work in so many technologies. So like, the first thing was like to change and focus on one technology. And we decided to, mm, to move it in the direction of JavaScript uh, because it was growing uh, and we simply, simply really like it. Um, yeah. So the, 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 reason, uh, the reason was, uh, I don't know, it was like uh, by coincidence. I, I simply like finished my projects in Germany. I wanted to move and I was in talks with uh, a good friend of mine who, who is uh, now my co-founder and we really like understand each other in, in, in uh, you know, in sense of a business, how to run business and what would you, what would you like to build? So he had some failures on his account yes. uh, here in Poland building startups. Um, and we just decided to uh, to join. So and now we are forty people. Wow, uh, that's building great. only products, you know, for for the clients from abroad. Back then it was only uh, we we got only clients from Poland. But yeah. after this shift um, to the, the JavaScript, focus on JavaScript and focus only on clients from abroad, uh, we com we completely kind of reinvented the oh. company. I could say. Yeah, that's really great. I think one of your biggest uh, uh, client is National Geographic, right? So I think a lot of people know this uh, uh, public official. Uh, it's a magazine type, right? It's a publishing uh, yeah. company or yeah, so something like that. So it's a really great to know that story. And uh, I just, I'm just curious, how, how, how do you manage all the, uh, you know, all the, those struggles, the challenges <laughs> that you can, uh, yeah. that that you've been through for all the, those years, I'm building your startup, failing, failing on uh, on your startup, and then build build again your uh, uh, from the from uh, from that failure. How do you manage that? And I think a lot of people really uh, uh, don't have this clarity in mind when building startup and how they can manage all those. Uh, challenges. Just uh, share your experience. How how do you manage those? Sure. Um, so, uh, uh, where where should I start? So, I think during my last <laughs> few years, there was a lot of like aha moments and mm -hmm. a lot, lot of like uh, really hard moments. And and like uh, even now, uh, if you look at the companies uh, which are successful. Uh, the, 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 the guys who are running those companies, uh, from the outside are always like home and like, you know, uh, 
they are really cool about it, like they made the success and so on. But inside, there's like a lot of struggle, a lot of nerves, a lot of pressure uh, from each side. So it's it's all the time when, when you are building your company, you are all the time upward. So sometimes the goal is uh, to build a company this way that you you can be kind of like outside the company and the company is living their own life. Uh, it, it's online. Yeah. But this is really difficult. But a few things that maybe helped me at the very beginning. So this startup world, it's hyped a lot. So when you are starting getting in a startup world or this IT business, when you see a lot of like mobile application, when you see Facebook and so on, yeah. you see like those big numbers of the VC founding and so on. And I was like shocked about it. But a lot of those, it's like only the, yeah, those, uh, those, Kind of like tech crunch mambo jumbo, you know, the thing about the successes. And uh, in real life, it doesn't work like that, to be honest. So if somebody uh, is thinking that the success is to get the money from the VC, it's really wrong way of thinking. Your goal should be to make a business which is profitable. You shouldn't focus on making a startup, but making a business, something which is profitable and the best will be without any external money. Because when you get a VC on board or you get a, uh, uh, any investor on board, it's not your company anymore. You are dependent on the investors. You are dependent on the, uh, you have so many advisors saying you what you should do and so on. Yes. I would say like start small and, and bootstrap your way up. The second thing that helped me a lot. Uh, it's, uh, I stopped to read those business books, stopped to go to the startup events, uh, just focus simply on work and execution. Um, because like there's like a lot of, uh, you waste a lot of time on those meetings, meeting those people, uh, talking about the cool ideas and so on. But in fact, uh, to make a success and to build the business, yeah. you need to build something, right? Even if you don't know how to build the website, Back then, I didn't know how to build a website. I simply took like a YouTube course and I repeated the steps and I learned it this way. So I haven't got any school about it. I haven't read uh, like even any, any book. But what I learned is like to stop uh, talking and start doing. Yeah. And the third, the third thing I would say it's this uh, kind of execution. There's so many information around us, uh, and, and this is so important to understand, uh, to not collect too many books, too many resources, too many videos and, and like, uh, grow this pile of knowledge. Yeah. But mm -hmm. if you want to, if you need to build a website, learn how to do it in one hour or like grab the information that you need in, in, in one hour and just execute it and move forward and you will learn uh, during the way. So not focus on studying like five years, how to build the startups or how to yeah. do a web development, but simply uh, sit and, and do that stuff. Like even if at the very beginning, it was, it will be like plenty of mistakes there, but like sit and execute. So I would say like executing yes. is the most important thing. Yeah, I really um, agree with that. So I, I think uh, a lot of people really, uh, I find this hard, right? So getting things done because of of, of those uh, informations around that. I, I I have a workshop uh, back. Uh, I think last week uh, I I I teach uh, some of the star, uh, startup uh, inspiring startup founders uh, about how they can unlearn in this uh, oversaturated world because uh, it's not. Uh, I think one of the problems right now. As a, uh, if you like to build a, a startup or a business is to, uh, know, uh, focus or uh, how to stay focused on, on your area because uh, you, uh, sure. there's uh, a lot of shiny objects <laughs> around us, right? yeah. especially for those yeah. creative professionals or, uh, a lot of founders, uh, really want to, uh, to do all the things <laughs> that they, uh, do all the ideas they have, right? So, that's really uh, powerful and thank you so much for sharing that uh sharing that Matt. so uh, i just want i am just curious how how can you uh describe what is the startup scene in poland uh, uh and 
I'm I'm curious how how will how 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 is the progress uh, on that area because here in the Philippines I guess uh, uh, it's a little bit slower but I think we're we're it's a long way to go but we're on that uh, on that journey now because I seen a lot of startup growing on on uh, for on the last year so can you describe how how do you compare uh, your uh, the startups in on Poland? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, what I noticed, like for the last um, three or four years, uh, the startup scene is growing uh, a lot, and I think Poland it's amazing place now to be. Uh, and the first reason, like the, the maybe let's focus on the process that we have uh, to build the startups and why. Uh, this could happen here and this could work here and this could be like a big opportunity for our country. Um, so the first reason why uh, I think that the most important is like we have great people, uh, like great technical people to build the products. We are great about building the products and we have this mindset, um, uh, I would call it like if we have a problem, we will always find a walk around, like really creative way, like a non-standard thing. So this is like a huge advantage when you are working on something which is pretty new, innovative, uh, like in a startup world, this is huge advantage. So for sure, we can build the product, we can build great technology, we are one of the best engineers and developers based on, uh, on a, on a, on a, on a statistic, uh, on a statistics and on the surveys that I, I've seen from, I don't remember now the, the name of partner or, or something like this, yeah. uh, that we have like amazing, well-educated engineers. So this is something where it's like a huge advantage, but the cons that we have, I think we are still not, um, so bold. And not so good with sales and marketing as the guys in US, for instance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is something to make like a really huge success. So, um, so currently in Poland, there's like a, a lot of, a lot of startups. I, I wouldn't say that we have currently like a, one huge success. Um, uh, there's one company called like Coldwise. Uh, which appeared like during uh, popular during the last two years and they apparently got the valuation of one billion dollars. So they are the, wow. the kind of unicorn or, or getting close enough this. Um, so this is definitely something worth to mention. Yeah. Uh, there's like a few successes, but nothing major, I would say. But I think we still need like a few years, uh, few years to get it. The problem here is the, with the funding and sales marketing. I think this is the, the most, uh, yeah. the most difficult thing. So we are, we don't have good enough or bold enough people, uh, with the marketing and sales, uh, skills to kind of scale the, the businesses. And this is something what we need to still. Learn. I don't know, Jay, how are this, uh, uh, yes. do you have any like big successes? Yeah. Uh, I think, on the companies, you know? Yeah. Uh, if you, if you like to, uh, I, I think, uh, a lot of, pe- uh, creative professionals here are really, uh, some of, some of my friends are really into marketing and sales and they really, uh, I, I think they have their, uh, they are learning how to, uh, uh, persuade or persuasion, how to manage for, uh, clients. And I, I think, uh, in, 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 in the level of one to 10, I guess Philippines is, uh, on the eight, I guess, if, if I, if I'm, if, if you will ask me about that. Mm. And I, uh, the startup scene here is, uh, I think I'm, I'm really excited about the startup scene here. The, I think, uh, a lot of, uh, startup, uh, uh, a lot of, uh, creatives right now are starting their own online business or starting, uh, from small or step by step, I think. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a long, long way to go, but, uh, it's great to see that there's a progress <laughs> in the Philippines, right? So, 
yeah that's uh, that's uh mm. one of uh, one of the things that i'm looking forward to because uh uh there's a lot of talented creative individuals here but they uh uh they don't have uh some of them uh don't have the capacity or to have that right opportunity uh we only have uh, we only need opportunity right to you know to to uh to give our best or to to create something from uh create something great right so i think uh, mm. uh philippines is uh in the in uh it's a long way to go but we're we're progressing we're a progressive country so yeah okay yeah <laughs> so i hope you i answered that question so yeah, yeah. so yeah so basically uh i think uh um it's been a long journey you have and it's been a wrap and I, I think it's very inspiring for those who are listening right now especially to those who are starting and i, I just want to know how uh how do you able to uh uh to uh, to you know to uh to expand your your uh, your business in the, in that level right, in this level right now and you have a lot of people working under your head Right. So, how do you how do you manage that? I, I think uh, as a as a starting business owner, it's hard to uh, we don't have uh, as a start uh, uh, when you're starting, you don't have that capacity or that mindset. After all, can you share a little bit about your uh, experience that and your insight and uh, at least your practical insight for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So I would say like, uh, fake it till you make it. <laughs> it's a good description of uh, yeah. sometimes my approach. Um, so, uh, hmm, how to, how to say it? Yes. Like the first, you need to start with some kind of a goal. What would you like to achieve? And then adjust to it tasks. So maybe this sounds like really serious and simple, but I think it's all about the execution. So when I, when I started like in 2016, January or something like this, uh, I, we, we are like a four or five people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have like a few projects in portfolio, but, but none of them were like, uh, super big, uh, with regards to JavaScript. But uh, what we did, we simply changed the message on our website. We did make it look professional, and I simply start. And I and during the first month, I started to learn how to do the sales for those kind of services, how to do the marketing for those kind of services. Yeah. So I read as many books as I can. I read all the blogs, uh, you know, and, and I was working day and night all the time to collect the knowledge. And then during the second month, mm-hmm. I started to execute pretty as hell. So I was working all the time, writing the answers mm-hmm. for uh, people who might be uh, interested in software development, sending cold emails, uh, sending messages on LinkedIn. Uh, I set the goal that, you know, I, I choose like a few countries. I check yes. the competitors uh, with who they are working more or less. And I choose uh, similar countries and I started to send messages. So the first messages were sim- simply crap with some mistakes. And then, yeah, yeah I iterate and, and like each day I learned something new. And it took yeah. me like, uh, I think like three, uh, three or four months to yeah. land the mm-hmm. first foreign customer who believed in us and what we want to do. So yeah. it was like three or four months from zero to hero more or less. And it was all about the execution because I haven't, Cool. I haven't any clue about the sales in this area and how to do it. And I just simply took it from internet, uh, internet adjusted, uh, iterate all the time and implemented in life. So I think it's all about the execution and spending yes. a lot of time working instead of talking about it. So this yeah. is my approach. Instead yeah. of talking, I just simply do the stuff. Yeah, I really agree with that. I think, uh, we need to, uh, 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 it's thinking by doing you, you know you you think and you you execute those ideas you you've had in mind right so i think it's uh, yeah. it's it's really great to hear from you and for a, a successful business owner like you Matt. and how do you uh, i think uh, do you find it hard to to master marketing right i think uh, i i i 
when I uh, stumble about marketing and persuasion, something like that, it's it's uh, it's 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 kind of easy to hear, but it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to <laughs> to execute. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? <laughs> I don't know. So I I think what is important when you are starting a business, it's yeah. like to uh, to realize uh, what are the things that you are really good at and what are the things that are really the worst person to do and yeah. to either outsource it as soon as possible or delegate it as soon as possible or have a co-founder who can manage all, uh, all the things that you are not uh, good at. So yeah. in my case, the sales and marketing, it's something that I really like. I really enjoy uh, new creative ideas. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy testing stuff and executing stuff. But I'm really bad at, uh, I don't know, uh, kind of uh, detailed tasks yeah, or project is killing me, you know. <laughs> so, but my co-founder is really good about it and like going into the details, analyzing what needs to be done. I'm more like a guy uh, who is like tackling like forty percent or thirty percent of the tasks, designating yes. it, testing, validating, yeah. and validating, and giving away to somebody else to do it uh, because uh, the rest. This, the rest of the 60 or 70 percent of the task is killing me like a systematic daily job is yeah. killing me but sometimes as a business owner you need to do it at the very beginning the stuff that you really hate hate you need to do it but after the while the first when you can afford it the first thing that you should do you should outsource it so i think this is super, super important 100 percent. that's really a great uh, advice and insight and i totally agree with that and let's go back uh let's go back with uh, a little bit about your personal back- background right so i th- i think you uh you hustle a lot you you do uh you work hard a lot and how do you manage uh, how do you keep mot- how do you keep yourself motivated and productive i think a lot of people really don't know how to manage their time you know mm-hmm. <laughs> how to uh, uh to schedule their uh uh, what what to call it? the schedule scheduling their uh, their their meetings or their oh yeah, yeah how do you manage yeah. all of that right so I think I I wanna know how how a successful businessman uh, manages uh, and conquered those productivity or procrastination something like that mm. yeah. so like the first thing that you need to know when I'm doing something and you know, I'm I'm dedicated to the project I kind of uh, I'm crazy and mad about it. I mean, like, uh, I, I, like, I cannot procrastinate. I just want to do it all the time. And I'm crazy about it. Like during my first year at Brain Hub, I said, I don't go any day on a vacation. I was working like all the time. And I said, like this year, I commit myself fully to the company. Like my hobby and many years was uh, working. So. So maybe this is not the best example, but I really enjoy it. I kind of feel this yeah. is my hobby, like the marketing, sales, and, and, and growing company. So I really love it, and and I still uh, love it. But nowadays I have a kid, so I I, I yeah. change the priorities, and I need to organize my time better. So uh, what I really like to do, it's uh, it's like a cool picture that I have seen. Um, so imagine yourself that the, 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 there is like a two exercise that I really like to do to uh, organize uh, my time and really important stuff. So the first thing is like you take your to-do list yes. and you check your to-do list. So usually our to-dos are like full, like with 50, 60, 70, task, whatever. And like think about it, which task, the task you don't like to do or you are really uh, bad at doing or you really hate it. And then think about it, uh, who could do it for you? Or maybe is there a service um, to do it for you? And outsource those tasks. So this is the first thing that I would do to focus only on those things on which you are really good uh, and you can bring the value to the company. And the second thing is uh, automate a lot of things. So there's uh, this picture that I mentioned and you can see like sometimes you have those tasks on which you spend I don't know, like uh, one hour per day or like 50 minutes per day. And imagine that you're running the business for uh, two years, right? So yeah. if you're moving a number of working days doing the same task for 15 minutes per day, yes. uh, it's like a huge amount of hours. 
So think about it, how you could automate it. If this is something that you do each day and it's the same, um, so there's like a plenty of tools to do it, yeah. uh, to send the invoices or like, yeah. um, uh, I don't know, to do some simple designs even or to simple yes. development tasks. A lot. So like automate a lot of stuff. Nowadays, the automating is really easy. Uh, you have this Zapier tool. So if you are getting email, you could for sure send back the email automatically with a reply that you have rewritten uh, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I automate a lot of things. Mm. I don't like to yeah. talk too much, to be honest, to do too many meetings. I really hate meetings and for <laughs> me, the meeting be like maximum 10 minutes yes. or like 30 minutes. Yeah. So I don't answer too many calls, to be honest. If yes. This is something important. Someone is writing an email and I'm checking email and replying them. Uh, so this is something what I do. And it's now when I have uh, calls with customers, I really want to be sure that this time will be not wasted. So uh, yeah. I really check uh, before, before I will be talking. So yeah. this is something what is uh, helping me to get the productive and focused. Yeah, that's uh, really great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think uh, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of great stuff that mentioned uh, that Matt has mentioned, and one of the uh, the, the way uh, just to recap, one of the ways that you can maximize your time or uh, or to have more time at least because uh, uh, time is the most valuable asset that you will have as a creative professional or as a creative entrepreneur, uh, whatever you are doing. Uh, I, I will put the links on our show notes, uh, the, the tools that Matt has mentioned, and I will probably put that links and I would, I would, uh, I would uh, recommend you to check that out too. And the, your productivity, uh, uh, hacks, uh, it's really great, Matt. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I think, uh, uh, for, uh, do you still believe on work-life balance is still, uh, is, is it still, uh, a thing right now, or is it uh, is it a myth? Uh, do you do you uh, agree with that? <laughs> uh, no, for me, for yeah. me, for uh, I, I need to say like during the last four years, I really focused myself on changing. Yeah, uh, you know my career and uh, moving into IT world. So I had to learn a lot, and this was my uh, my uh, decision, which was like I took the full responsibility. And my current wife was aware of that, that I focus myself on this and this is my hobby and something that I need to do to be the best at what I'm doing. So it took me some time. But to be honest, this year for me, it's the first year when I have time, um, uh, when the work is, uh, is not, when I have the work life balance, to be honest. Yeah. But this was my decision that when my kid, uh, my daughter, uh, will be here, uh, wow. you know, so I want to have time for yeah. there. So I'm, I, I stopped to work this way as I used to before. So I said like during the last year, now I have, uh, I have time and I, and I focus only on working because uh, during this year and next, I want to have, uh, have to have time for my family. Yeah. That's so, mm -hmm. so this is, this is how, how I approach it. And I think, uh, with a lot of people, uh, working really long hours, it's, uh, the, the problem is that people are thinking that they are doing really important stuff and they need to do it for sure. But when you realize what is really important and, uh, and, uh, and has the, the highest priority and needs to be done now, then suddenly, uh, you, you start to have a lot of time and you ignore the tasks which are not important at all. So you don't have to do all the stuff and you'll be not able to do all the stuff all the time. Uh, so this is something that I realized and this helped me a lot to, you know, to do the stuff, only the stuff which are really important, uh, not all the, all yeah. the thing, you know? Yeah. That's really great. And I think, uh, a lot of people really, uh, uh, do not do this, uh, you know, uh, Energy, uh, we need to focus uh, our energy into those most, uh, prior, uh, most important things or those who need priority, uh, prior, yeah. uh, who need 
uh, we need to prioritize, right? So, uh, yeah. you shared a lot of values, Matt. Thank you so much for your, uh, for those, uh, hacks and tips and practical insights, right? So it's, uh, and I'm enjoy, I'm enjoying this, uh, these conversations and, uh, and I, uh, and for those who, uh, who would like to, you know, to, uh, build, uh, builders, uh, their businesses or to just grow as a, as a entrepreneur or creative, uh, creative professional. Do you have any book recommendation or, uh, do you have any resources, tools that you can share? Yeah, sure. So, um, I think, uh, there's like a few valuable things which would help me when I was serving. Like the first, uh, I wrote like a blog post on how to build applications or how to build the website without being any uh, developer uh, or how to build the first product. There's like so many hacks and workarounds to do it, uh, to build the first version to validate any kind of like the best basic assumption that I would like to uh, share with you. And I think this is really helpful. So I will send it to you later. The same like the Zapier, I think it's amazing to yeah, automate sure. and connect applications. Uh, uh, so it's another regarding the books. Uh, I really, I really like the book, which is called Good to Great, how to build like great companies. And mm-hmm. this book, it's like kind of case study, um, built, uh, on like a lot of data. So this, this was like a kind of like the guys analyze it, the companies, which, which uh, are not so well known to be honest in the US. I've made like a huge success, success over like, uh, many years. So they are on the market for 20 years. Wow. So, so there's no coincidence that, uh, they, they, yes. they, 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 they were successful, but they are doing something like correctly. So good to create is something that I really, uh, really enjoyed. Mm, I really like the scale, uh, I think it's scale it, uh, scale it up by Varnish. Yeah. Scale it up. Yeah, it's like how to set the company, uh, how to run the company based on goals, based on numbers, how to measure the stuff, uh, that you should have the mission, vision, uh, for the company. So this is something that could, uh, that, uh, that really helped me to bring the company on the next level, uh, for me and my co-founder. Mm, so this is cool. Uh, I really like the book, uh, from Peter Thiel, zero to one. Uh, it's like how to make the uh, next Google or next Facebook. Yeah. Mm. Cool. It's quite cool. And, and the last one that I really like, uh, which I, which I read during my summer holidays, it's, uh, disrupted. It's from, uh, mm-hmm. um, I think I was 50 years old and he worked at HubSpot for a while. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's, the startup world is working. So it's, it was, Kind of like, uh, so maybe the, the guy was uh, not all the time really, uh, I don't know, like understanding how it works and, and it's not everything is perfect in this book, but there's a lot of things like when you're fascinated about the startup, uh, kind of understand how this work is working, how the VCs are working. So like this, uh, this disruptive, it's really cool to read. Great. So that's it. Uh, thanks, man. So thank you so much for that recommendation. I will sure put all the that on our show notes. So if you are listening, uh, for those who are listening, you can check that out on our show notes below. And thank you so much, Matt. And it's over, uh, at least we're talking, uh, a one hour now. So I didn't notice the time. So I really enjoyed <laughs> the conversation and I learned a lot from this, uh, from this session. So. To, to wrap up the show, uh, what is your best practical advice for those who are starting out their own business or their own, uh, creative business? Uh, uh can you share your most practical advice for them? Yeah. My practical advice is like execute over talking. So like, uh, it's better to do something wrong, wrong than not doing anything. So, and, and studying the books, how to do it. It's better to do like five things wrong and a sixth, uh, thing like, uh, uh, good than like read for, I don't know, one year, how to run your business. 
Yeah. And that is to start. It's better to start in the first month with some small kind of experiments and small tests. I would, for me, the execution is the number one word yeah. uh, mm-hmm. in, in business world. So, 100%. Yeah, thank you so much. And that's really uh, valuable uh, uh, insight from you, Matt. So thank you so much again. And I hope you enjoy this uh, podcast session. So for those who would like to know more about you or to those who would like to reach you out and check your your company, can you share your uh, your your links and how to reach you out? Yeah, so uh, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can send me an email. I will I will send it to you later, so you can post on uh, on your page. Yeah. Uh, or or reach me via my company's website, which is called like brainhub.au. Um. So I think this is the easiest way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For those who are listening, uh, I will surely put all the links on our show notes, all the important links and book recommendations and tools that we've talked about in this session. And you can scroll down on your favorite podcast app if you're listening to your iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or SoundCloud apps. So you can scroll down and you will find all the links on our show notes below. So thank you so much again, Matt, and I hope you enjoy. Uh, this session and I really learned a lot uh, from you and thank you so much and talk to you soon again later awesome thank you Jay it was a great time it was a pleasure to talk to you thank you and that's a wrap so thank you so much again for joining me on this week podcast with Matt and I really hope you enjoy that episode as much as I do and it's really great right so I hope you enjoy that as well and for those who are asking how to support the show, you can go to the designlifeshow.com. That's the designlifeshow.com. You can know more about this crazy mission, how you can support it, how you can join, how you can contribute. It's all there, right? So all the PBs or the pre-content. I also added there, right? So thank you so much. And if you have any questions, just send them over to me and I will uh, really love to uh, hear from you guys. So thank you so much and have a great week. Stay awesome, guys.